What is up and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Unfiltered Fitness Podcast. Yet again, this is episode 14. As always, Seth Bessie here sitting with Luke Triveline. And today's episode, we'll be digging into mindset, how to optimize the way that you think to basically pull the most out of your life, not even just with health and fitness, but everything and the way that you should be thinking about approaching the gym, approaching competitions, just approaching life in general. And uh, I think this is a huge topic that people need to be refreshed on in today's world, especially as we're going through, you know, all the things that the world throws at us. So um, as always, I'm going to hand it off to Luke and what do you got to say? Uh, I mean, mindset just like anything else is uh, needs to be developed over time. You can't just wake up one day and be like, all right, I'm, nothing's ever going to phase me, bother me, set me back. Mm. You know, you have to train your brain just like you would your muscles to develop into a strong mindset. Um, you know, that's putting in the effort over time, doing the things you don't want to, working through things that are difficult, not quitting when time's are getting tough Um, just focusing when shit goes the wrong way is pretty much what develops the mindset and as you get stronger with your mind mentally you do need to act as if along the way right I gotta I gotta act as if no one can beat me I gotta act as if this doesn't bother me I gotta act as if you know I got the big swinging dick in the room basically (laughs) all the time until eventually you know what you believe becomes truth and you don't get that way by stopping you know restarting all the time quitting when it gets hard um, not pushing through the pain and you know no one's saying you can't you know mentally be drained once in a while or mentally you know feel like you can't do it because believe me anybody who has a mental tough mental mindset has had those thoughts, has had, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, this is too hard. They all have that mindset. But the difference is they keep pushing through, they keep working, they keep trying, they keep finding new ways to overcome obstacles, right? If I come up to a wall, I mean, either I got to go over it, go through it, go around it, go underneath it. Instead, most people get to an obstacle, find it difficult, well, the one thing I tried, I tried climbing over the wall and that didn't work. Well, fuck it. There's no other way. Right. Um, and if you're not finding ways to deal with circumstances that come in your life, you, you know, you're never going to have a strength, a strong mindset. And, you know, even with my wrestlers in the room, I mean, I, from day one, I tell them about being strong from the neck up. If you're not mentally there and you're not mentally believing in yourself and you can't fight through adversity, you know, you're never going to be a successful athlete or in anything in life. You might get by, you might be okay, you might be mediocre, you might be decent, but you're never going to be a champ or you're never going to be high level in something. You're never going to be as good as you could be in whatever it is, fatherhood, motherhood, CEO of a business, whatever. If you don't have a mindset that's, you know, I'm going to go through shit, I'm going to be okay, I'm going to come out on top in the end, you're just, you're never going to be successful. Right. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people um, will, you know, I think one of the best things that you can do to refresh your mindset, obviously things like listening to podcasts from, you know, people who are going to motivate you like this, uh, 
but then also reading books, you know, different stuff like that, whether it's even if it's watching YouTube videos for you, like there's definitely some things that you can tap into for motivation. But um, I think a lot of people stop there, like they will read a book and then never apply a single tactic or listen to a podcast and not apply anything that they learn from that podcast. And, um, you know, obviously there's so much to consume these days that it can be a little overwhelming in terms of like what you should do. Um, but even if you just picked one thing that you want to do this week, one thing that you want to do even this month, like over the course of your year, you will have changed 12 things in your life and, and you focus on one thing at a time. And um, that doesn't mean that you let everything else fall apart. But I think what a lot of people do is they'll read books, they'll listen to podcasts or, you know, audiobooks or whatever. And then they're like, all right, on to the next audiobook. Instead of like thinking about what was said in that book and actually applying it to your life, trying to find real life applications and actually doing it. And maybe even, you know, that might be a tactic for somebody is like, don't move on to the next book until you've actually applied what you wanted to from that book. Because then it's like, why'd you even read it? You, you wasted how many hours listening to or reading this book and you're not even using it. And, um, you know, although it can be a, a short burst of motivation, there's some real truth that you can find and stuff like that that will actually start to change your life. And just thinking about it more in like a long-term sense of, you know, if I even applied one thing every month or even, even shit, I mean, even if it was one thing every six months, that's two things that you changed this year that you wouldn't have changed if you just read the book and put it down and move on to the next one. So, um, you know, I think you obviously, you got to do this and you got to do that, but we can talk about this stuff all day long, but unless you apply it, then it's, it's not valuable to you. Right. And, and even if you do apply it and you fail, that's fine. I mean, everybody fails along the way, but you have to continually keep trying until eventually you get where you want to be. I mean, how many people have quit something because after six, eight, ten weeks of trying, it didn't work? Right. Okay, well, now we need to find out another way or another reason or figure out what went wrong fix it and keep going and keep trying and keep trying and keep trying until eventually you get there. You can't just stop every time it didn't work when you tried. Right. Because if everybody did that, Michael Jordan wouldn't have six championships. You know, all these high-level athletes wouldn't be successful. You know, Bezos wouldn't be where he's at with Amazon. I mean, we can go on and on. Those guys all failed a million things along the way, but they keep trying and keep pushing forward and keep – the only difference is usually is people are willing to keep going when others won't. Mm. I mean, that's, I could see it in my 15 years of coaching. It's not always the best kid that wins state. It's not always, you know, the, the, the best kid that wins the match or right. whatever it is. I mean, it's the kid when, when people are equal in skill set, the mindset is usually going to be the difference in who wants it. I mean, who, who's going to dig deeper? Who's going to f- score that last point? Who's going to win in overtime? Who's going to fight off, you know, whatever. And it, I'm just using kind of wrestling as a reference, but. You know, the same thing anywhere else in life. I mean, I'm sure people have applied for jobs and said, fuck it, I'm never going to do blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, apply again, apply again, apply again. Keep trying, get smarter, read another book, keep going until eventually you get what you need. And, you know, not you're not going to pass every test the first time you try. You're not going to win every race every time you, you, you run it. I mean, you have to be willing to, you know, fail and get beat up and, Right. Figure it out along the way. Otherwise, you know, we're just going to be right back to square one, if not even worse, because 
now your mindset is, I'm a loser. Right. I can't do this. Right. I can't figure it out. It's too hard. I, I every excuse, every it's my genetics or it's my way I was raised or this is what I was taught or blah blah blah. And every time you do that, you take a step back in the other direction. Right. And a lot of your mindset too. I mean, you know, changing the topic a little bit is. I know we've talked about this a lot, but like a, a great deal of the way that you think has to do with the people that you hang out with. If you're hanging out with broke people all the time who want to go out and spend their money on everything, and that's the kind of lifestyle that you're going to get yourself involved in, you're going to be broke. You're going to spend money like they do because you're going to be the average of those five people. You're going to think the way that they do because you spend so much time with them. So, I mean, sometimes you have to make a, a you know, a community change. Sometimes you have to get involved with different people and make new friends and, you know, change your lifestyle. And, and it's definitely not easy, but if you actually want your life to change, if you want things to get better for you, then you need to make those changes. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now, just as much as I'm talking to you guys about this. It's like, I know that when I'm doing something and I, and I fail at it, like, I know what that feeling is. Everybody's failed and, and gotten beat down and discouraged from it because it sucks. Like you don't want to put all this effort into something and have it not work out. But the reality is, is that whatever you did just wasn't good enough or life just wasn't going to give it to you. And the reality is not that you're just going to, you know, sit there and pout and be a little bitch about it and, and then just quit. You have to try again because eventually your time will come, you know, even if it is just timing, like, we you don't always get what you want right like that right. stone song but the reality is that if you're just gonna lay down and die every time something bad happens then you're never gonna get anywhere i mean good luck doing anything if you if that's your mindset about things i even have clients who are like i have a client who i can't even remember who it is but um they always say like anytime i talk about going to failure on a set it was like i hate that word i i, th I hate that you know that mindset of like going to failure it's like okay well you know, you better get used to it because right. that's life. Like you're going to fail, but that's ultimately what makes you grow. Yeah. And I, I, you know, going back to that, you said the stone song and, you know, you, uh, can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. I, right. I, mine is you don't always get what you want, but you get what you deserve. Right. You know, if, if you're going to be lazy and a turd all the time and always make excuses, then you're going to get what you deserve, which is probably not going to be shit. You're going right. to be, you can buy through life or, you know, relationships aren't always going to be great. Or you're going to be out of shape. Your health's going to be bad or whatever it is. You know, if, if you're not putting in that time and effort and, and willing to move past the road bumps, you know, that's what you deserve. And then the people that get to the top, make money, are successful in great shape, have good relationships because they worked at it, they deserve it. I mean, right. that's how I think of, you know... You got to be able to, especially once you get older and have either a family or kids or a job, and then you got to balance a lot more than when you're younger. You know, you kind of pretty much got school, sports, or academics, or whatever you're doing. You know, you got to balance. The older you get, the more you have to balance. And if you want to have a well rounded life, you have to fight through a lot of shit and deal with a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, how many people have kids? And, I mean, and, basically just neglect themselves because, well, I have kids. Well, no right. shit. I mean, but you're doing your kids a disservice by being out of shape. Right. You're not going to have energy to play with them. You're not going to have energy to go to all their stuff. You're not going to have, you know, you, you don't look good. You don't right. feel good. You know, I think you're not you're, seeing I, a good example. I either. think you're doing a, you know, your kid a disservice or, you know, like it, that's just one example, but you know, you, 
you got to fight for, you know, everything you want, everything you want to do and willing to eat shit and fight through adversity along the way. Otherwise, you know, you're going to be stuck where you're at and making the same bullshit excuses year after year and doing some stupid New Year's resolution every year or going on some challenge all the time or this or that instead of just doing what you're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. which is having a plan, going forward, and then being able to go around the roadblocks of the plan. Because, yeah, plans are great, but shit's going to come up and it's going to fuck your plan up. And then what? You're going to quit? No, I got to find a new route, a new avenue, a new direction that's going to get me to where I want. Maybe it's not initially how I envisioned it going, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to keep pushing through and keep fighting. And that is how mindset is built. It's just like developing your muscles. I got to, I got to put a lot of time under the bar, under the dumbbell. I got to put a lot of stress on the muscle. I don't just lift once and be jacked. (laughs) I have to put months, years, decades sometimes, you know, into effort into developing a physique just like I have to with my mind and it starts with being little kids how many it drives me nuts how many parents just allow their kids to either quit when they signed up for something or stop because they got a little boo-boo or you know some kid was picking on them or blah 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 well that you're they're already developing that mindset of I can stop because things got difficult or somebody was bothering me or this didn't go the way I wanted it to or you know blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, you know, my kid was crying. I I don't want to feel like he doesn't want to go to practice. No, you fucking go Mm -hmm. to practice. And then when they get there, they're fine. Right. You know, that's that's where they start developing that mindset. All right, now I can work my mom or my dad. Right. You know, I'm going to cry. I don't want to go. I don't feel good. And they're going to be like, okay, Johnny, you don't have to go. You know, like, and then you develop that over time. And that's what losers think. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's truly it. I mean, those are the people in your you know, in your company who are constantly calling off for this and that and, you know, not showing up on time, not doing their work the way they should be. It's because they've always found a way to, you know, kind of schmooze the leader and get their and basically get out of their responsibilities. And nobody likes those people. And if you're one of those people, then I'm mean, just telling you right now, nobody likes you because you're you're not taking responsibility for your crap, and ultimately you're doing everybody as well as yourself a disservice. And those are the ones always bitching for minimum wage or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's those people for sure. But then you know, I think I think the mindset is changing a little bit with our country, just in terms of. I mean, it, at least with the young kids that I train, it, there's all different kinds of people, obviously. But like the young kids that I train uh, right now, currently, like their parents definitely push them like they they tell them like no you know I don't care I know your knees hurting you but you're gonna go to practice anyway just tell the coach like you know tell them that you got a little thing on your knee and it's gonna bother you but, but you're as a parent go. you can't want it more than the kid either you can't True. force it on the kid. I'm not saying anybody right. we train specifically but right, right. I'm just saying there's a lot of parents that want it more than their kid they're they're living through their kid through that the right. kid has to want to do it too right otherwise you well know, you always see with those parents that like they're living through their kid because they're not doing it themselves. Or never know, did it. Or never did it, right. Like, most of those parents who are, like, super, super hyped about or super, like, forcing their kids to do all that stuff, they're, like, fat and out of shape. It's like they're not doing anything themselves. It's like, okay, well, you know, you probably would be uh, more apt to your kid getting into different things. And, and you know, athletic parents are stuff. a little bit different, but there, there's the other large part of kids that have parents that they don't play sports or don't play mm. sports at a high level that – let them come home and, you know, 
play six hours of video games, eat garbage, and you know right. do nothing physical that doesn't develop their mind. Right. Um, even if you are extremely intelligent academically, you still should be doing other things physically to, to develop a mindset of not just the mental, but the physical that develops the mind as well. So I, I think you need to do both, you know, develop a mental sweat and a physical sweat that both develop the overall mental mm -hmm. toughness. Yeah, and I think like mindset is like pretty closely tied to stuff like philosophy and um, Socrates, which like I don't I don't not an expert in this kind of stuff, but I know that Socrates was like huge into fitness. Like he was he was a wrestler and uh, a lot of his quotes are about fitness and he talks about how like no man has the right to not uh, be at least like you know uh, basically like in good physical shape right. because he, he talks about how like you cannot fully dive into what your mind is capable of without digging into what you are physically capable of. Oh well, yeah, I mean if you've never pushed yourself to a physical limit, even to where you're at in your conditioning right now, if you haven't even pushed yourself to that limit, mm -hmm. you know, when you're out of shape, it's not even that hard. Go for a run. If you haven't ran in three years, just go for a run. Go run as hard as you can for a minute, mm -hmm. and you will be fucking physically exhausted. <laughs> right. And But at, at that time, your mind is telling you and your body is telling you, you know, this is as hard as it gets. Right. But now go do it again and again and again. You know, three weeks later, what that first time running was mentally and physically is not going to be nowhere near as hard. And that's, again, how you just keep building the mindset and the mental toughness is you keep pushing yourself to the next level. You can't make that big jump from, okay, I'm running a 10-minute mile to a 5-minute mile in you know one week. You have to do that over and over and over and over and over and over again. Right. And then you have to keep trying and failing and missing your mark and not having a good day and re keep doing it and keep building that mental toughness of, all right, I can get there. Maybe today wasn't my day. Today sucked. Whatever. I'm going to dust myself off and do it again. Right. Right, I think David Goggins, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are into his stuff, and he personally cusses a little bit too much for me, but <laughs> um, he, uh, a lot of what he talks about is how much he had to callous his mind. Like, he, he makes an analogy to, like, building up calluses just like you do on your hands and the more you lift, and he talks about building up calluses on his mind because when your your hands are soft and you do something, it hurts. Like, you do a dead hang for a minute when you got soft hands, it hurts like hell. But the more callus you build up, the more you do it, the tougher you get, the tougher that skin gets. And it's the same thing with your mind. If you never do anything that's tough, then you will just be soft. You're always going to be soft. You're going to have a very um, <laughs> soft brain. That's just that's the reality of, of how it goes. And, you know, and I, I'm going to quickly kind of like tell a story about the triathlon that I did this year and how like, so I, I went through the swim. I hopped on my bike and long story short, I wasn't prepared and I popped my tire and um, I did. I wasn't prepared and ready to change the tire. So, cause I didn't, I didn't practice that, which is my fault. That's my responsibility. But I had five miles left on the bike ride. And then I had another 6.2 mile run right after that. But my bike was screwed and I was just looking at it and I'm like, I got my clip on shoes in and I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to quit. Like that was never even an option to me, but I'm looking at my bike just totally screwed. And I'm like, all right, well, if you're going to finish, you better freaking start running. And that's, you know, and I'm not like trying to brag on myself, but it's like, it, it's that mindset of like, if all goes to shit, I'm still going to fucking finish. Like 
I don't care if uh, if my knees are hurting, if my back is hurting, if all this crap. Like I trained for this for three months. I am not quitting now. Like there ain't no way I'm gonna hop in the truck and get a ride back to the start line. Like I'm not doing that. I'm gonna finish this. And it's that mindset. Like you know, if I was if I had only trained for it for like a few days, who knows? I might have just hopped in the truck and be like, whatever. I di- I didn't even really put an investment into this. But you know, it's that mindset of like I'm gonna finish what I start. And I think a lot of people just get so used to quitting because it's so easy these days to just give up. And there's no real consequences when you're when you're young. Um, But the older you get, if you if you keep on practicing that, you know, quitting every time shit gets tough, then good luck. I mean, you're going to have a rough life. (laughs) Right. Same thing like with, you know, my athletes or the wrestlers or something or even when I go to jujitsu, like I don't roll with like the the easy guys. I always pick out the guys that are bigger than me, stronger than me, or who I think are better than me to either prove myself or prove myself to them, one of the two. But, you know, I too many, too often people take the easy route of like, let's just say practicing for wrestling. We're going live, we're doing six rounds, and five of the six rounds you get kids that you knew you could destroy the whole time. Mm -hmm. You didn't get any better. You didn't do anything. All you did was beat up on somebody. That doesn't develop you physically or mentally. You got to go with people that are always going to push you, always going to make you work harder, are going to make you, you know, critically think something differently. Like Dan Gable, who's, if you don't know wrestling at all, but he was an Olympic gold medalist and three-time national champ. Well, he only wrestled with the kids or the his teammates in college that were bigger than him. He would go with the heavyweights, and he was like a, I don't know, middleweight, whatever. I can't remember what he was. But, you know, always wanted guys that were going to be physically bigger than him, maybe even possibly better than him at a heavier weight because by the time he wrestled guys his size it was nothing he was because right. he was always wrestling with guys 30 40 50 pounds heavier than them then he wrestles guys his weight then it, it's not a big deal that's the same thing with anything else is you know push yourself even farther than what you think you'll need and by the time you come to you know do what you got to do it's not going to seem hard because you've already gone through something more difficult right. and you know taking the the, the minimalist route or never pushing yourself beyond your limits or even what you think, you know, the stupid saying, you know, shoot for the stars kind of, I know it's kind of <laughs> stupid, but, um, you know, go for more than what you think you can do. Mm-hmm. And if you hit it, then fuck you even did better than what you thought you could. And if not, you're still going to be hitting at where you need to be. Right. So, you know, taking the, the, whatever the, the minimal thing you could do or, you know, traveling the easiest road you could take or, you know, going with whatever is going to get you there you think the fastest are not the way to develop the mindset. You know, figure it's going to be hard. Figure it's going to be difficult. Figure shit's going to go wrong. I could get injured or, you know, I don't get the job that I wanted or the girl that I asked out or whatever it is and keep moving forward. Keep developing the mindset. Stay positive. There's going to be shitty things that are going to happen. You're, you know, you're not going to set a PR every time you lift, even though you set out a day, you train for six weeks. You know, like, I'm going to lift this. I didn't hit my PR. Well, fuck it. I didn't get any stronger. Well, that's right. not correct. You're not going to PR every time you hit a fucking lift. Right. Or you're not going to win every race or competition you do. You're not. Gonna, everything is not always going to pan out the way you think it is. And you never know, some new avenue will open up and you'll go to do something you never thought you could do or thought even was even possible. Right. Right. There's a book, uh, actually two books I want to mention, is uh, both by Grant Cardone. Um, 
kind of tying in with what you just said that he has a book called the 10 X rule. And I think you've read that. He, mm-hmm. I think we talked about that before. He talks about how like anytime you set a goal, you need to 10 X it. So like you want to make, you know, a hundred grand this year, set a goal to make a million this year and act as if you're trying to chase that goal of a million and like work with that kind of work ethic. And you'll probably smash that goal of a hundred thousand because you're working like you're trying to make a million. And, you know, there's some real truth to that. I think a lot of people set their goals way too low because they are lazy ultimately and they don't want to put in the work. And then, which kind of ties in with another book that he wrote, which is really good. It's called Be Obsessed or Be Average. And I mean, even just that phrase right there, like if you're not going to be obsessed with what you're doing, then you're going to be average. So if you want to be, you know, great at whatever you're doing, you got to be obsessed. You got to have laser focus on that thing and hone in and, you know, build your life around that thing if you're going to be great. But if you just want to be average, then whatever, just, you know, be casual about it, do it whenever it's easy for you to do, and you'll be average. Super easy to be average these days. Well, I think that's the problem, is most people are fine with being average. Right. They're fine with living in a, you know, mediocre house, driving a mediocre car, having a mediocre relationship with a mediocre job that they tolerate, with a mediocre health, because it's easy. And I think they're okay with that. And you know, it does drive me nuts that people don't want to be the best at everything that they do, mm. whether it's their job, their health, their being a mother or father, a relationship, whatever. I mean, strive to be the best you can mm-hmm. uh, because I don't understand, you know, some people I know that they're really good at their job or really, and they suck at other things, like, because right. they're putting no effort into it. They're right. not trying at all, like. Well, I mean, what, obviously, we would both agree that just having mediocre to shitty health is just unacceptable all around. Right. Because even if you're high level at your job and your shitty health, you could be doing it better. Right. And you could be doing it longer with good health. Right. Um, so obviously, we're always going to be on agreement on, on you should be healthy and you should be, you know, not you don't have to be jacked or, you know, benching 400 pounds. Right. But you should be lean. You should be cardiovascular decently in shape you shouldn't be able to do 10 push-ups 10 pull you know basic human movements that can get you you know throughout the day and keep you energized and keep you you know feeling good right and we even just mentioned yesterday about like i was talking to you about this dude that i saw a clip from his name's peter atia he did that uh he was the scientist that helped uh chris hemsworth out with that new show on disney that he did um but he was talking about how like a 40 year old man should be able to hold a dead hang for two minutes like that's like passable strength and then deadlifting your body weight for 10 reps. And um, when you have strength like that going into your older age, you have like a 250% lower chance of dying because like, especially as you get older, like if you can hold on to some strength, you you just have better stability and balance. You don't fall, um, break a hip, end up in hospital, in the hospital, and then your health goes to shit. And you know, that, that's what happens to people. And it, the, the studies literally showed you have a 250% lower chance of dying just of all-cause mortality if you have muscle and strength going into an older age. Which actually, like, going back to the Grant Cardone thing, this is kind of my question for you. Um, what do you, uh, what is, like, the most influential books that you've read? Like, you don't have to give me one or even top three, but just, like, kind of throwing a few out there. Uh, Relentless by Tim Grover, who was Jordan's trainer. Um, he talks about being a, a 
a closer and a and a cleaner. There's there's three. I can't remember right. what the third one is. But coolers, cooler, cooler, closer, and cleaner. And yeah. um, just the mindset of going into like, cause he trained Jordan. Like what his mindset? He trained Kobe Bryant. He trained Dwayne Wade. All high level, um, just high achieving, hard working. You know, never taking, you know, a minute off of practice and dedication and what their what their mindset of what is they want and what they're going to do to get it and then what they did along the roadblocks along the way whether it's losing uh jordan's father dying retiring uh you know getting injured and then what the mindset was to come back and the difference is especially what he was using for like athletes like the difference between like a bench player a role player and you know the superstar and the guy that had a a good a good game, a good season, and a good career, right? Anybody can have a good game or a good season, but how many guys can have a good career? How many guys can be Hall of Famers? How many guys can well, – who wants the the ball in their hands with two seconds left on the clock? You know, those are the guys you look for. When shit goes down, you know, who's looking at you right. when something bad happens or, you know, something messes up? Do you want to be that guy or you want to be the guy that, you know, passes the ball with time left or, you know – there's a dangerous situation going on, and you start running the opposite direction. Like, right. You know, those are, you know, I find that stuff, one, interesting, and two, accurate. Uh, I really, I've read that book like three times. Right. Um, that was probably one of my favorite books. Um, and then, obviously, depending on the, right, the, um, direction that I'm thinking about, it could be money. Uh, you know, like Think and Grow Rich or Outwitting the Devil. You know, right. those are good books, you know, obviously. And then learning about educational stuff, at least in this field, like, you know, anything with the NSCA, I like. Right. Uh, but obviously, probably my favorite book ever was Relentless. That's that's really cool. That's interesting. I actually knew a guy that that was, that was his favorite book as well. It's funny that you say that. I know we talked about that book before. Um, what was your favorite book? I don't know, dude. It's hard to say. I would say, like, I go through seasons where I'm, like, super into a book. Um, recently, for the past, like, two years uh, since it came out, I've been really into Atomic Habits. Uh, that's been, like, one of my favorite books. And he, he talks a lot about mindset in that book. But um, Yeah, I read that book. He, uh, Yeah, it's just, like, building habits. And he kind of, I mean, it's really interesting. He talks about how basically everything that you've amounted to is the sum of your decisions. And your decisions are based on you know what you are in a habit of doing and those habits can change and as a result you can change and you know we're not stuck everybody can change. right <laughs> <laughs> you're not stuck as who you are just because like i think a lot of people get so deterministic about things with their life like oh this is just the way i am like i dude if there is a word that i fucking hate or a phrase that i hate more than that like this is just the way I am. This so is how my went, whole family is. It's the way way. I've always been. It's like, all right, it's the way you've always been because this is what you've chosen to do. Like, you're not just stuck here. You're not stagnant. And Viktor Frankl says that. That dude spent years in a concentration camp, and he says that at any moment you can make a decision to change. And this is a dude who, like, kept a good mindset going through a freaking concentration camp in Germany and then wrote about it afterwards. As And he even said in that book that, the prisoners who kept a positive mindset and knew that they were going to have a life after the camp, those are usually the prisoners that would live. The prisoners who were like all down and upset and oh, woe is me. And I mean, fuck yeah, woe is you. You're living in a concentration camp. Like I can't even imagine what that would be like. But he would say like the people who had a good mindset and would plan for the future, 
those were the people that would usually live. Those people didn't get sick as much. Those people right. didn't get beat as much from the guards. And there's just something about having that mindset. And he talks about how you can choose to be that way at any moment. You are not stagnant. You change at every moment depending on your decisions. And you can change those decisions. And um, Atomic Habits is just a super practical way of applying that kind of stuff. But also A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. That's that book where he talks about being in a concentration camp. I just read that. Uh, again recently I've read that twice now and that's a great book um, but yeah there's there's a lot of great books for mindset stuff but those right now are probably the top two what uh I guess my question is what would be your biggest mental hurdle or thing that hurts your mindset the most about anything um I would say like tracking out long term is always kind of a, a tough for me like whenever I think about like okay I'm gonna do uh an Ironman this year. I'm going to do a marathon this year. And then I think like, okay, but what after that? And then what after that? And then what after that? Like, I, I think I get a little bit too long-term in my mental of like, am I just going to do this forever? Like where, you know, I, I'm going to need, I, cause I know that I need to set goals to stay on top of my shit with fitness. Cause if I don't have a goal set, then I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be super motivated. And I know as you get older, you're going to get, you're not going to be able to hit the PRs I mean, you know, you're 30, mm-hmm. you're 37 right now, but like, let's say I'm, I'm 55. Like I'm not going to be lifting as heavy as I am right. at 55 that I do now. So like, I try to think. Unless you're liver king. Unless I'm liver king. Yeah. <laughs> if I got 15 grand to dump on some steroids every month, maybe I will be, but like, I don't know. It, it, that's definitely a hurdle for me whenever I'm setting goals. I'm always like thinking like, damn, like, I wonder if this is going to be super, super tough. Um, when I'm older. And then also, obviously, nutritional stuff is a big mindset thing for me. Like, I struggle with that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everybody does. We struggle just as much as anybody else does. But the problem, the difference is we just choose the right things more often. Um, but yeah, like, it's always a struggle. If I see cookies on the counter, I'm freaking eating them. Like, right. <laughs> 80% of the time, I'm eating them. So a mindset of, uh, you know, staying clean when I know I need to. And then we were just talking this morning about uh, bulking and I kind of have thought about that how I've wanted to go through bulks multiple different times and I've I, just being honest I've quit in the middle of a bulk because I get uh I just start to feel like shit when I eat a lot and then I feel like do I even really want to do this and so it's different stuff like that um but yeah those are probably like the main things what about you uh my you know I always I never feel like I'm where I at where I want to be at you know in life Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, God, I wish I thought I would have been here or thought I would have been farther. I thought I would have made more or did this by now. Right. I have those thoughts that are, you know, can be debilitating, right. you know, and fuck with your head and Definitely. mess you up when you're like, I wish I, not wish, but am I, am I am where I'm, where I'm supposed to be at right now? Should I be farther ahead? Should I be, you know, doing more? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are always thoughts that, you know, especially as a business owner, you know, Am I providing enough for my kids or, you know, um, those are always thoughts that are, right. it doesn't mean I'm wrong or right. Uh, just thoughts that go through my head that you get, that can take your focus away from pushing forward or achieving more or why am I doing this or right. should I be doing something else or, you know, those are always thoughts that cross your mind that temporarily mess with me uh obviously i haven't stopped doing what i'm doing or just kept trying or 
you know, trying to do more, but those are definitely things that are yeah. cross my mind on a daily basis almost. Right. So that's, that's our, probably mine. Yeah, I definitely get that one a lot too, especially like being a business owner. You just always, because you're always on, you're always thinking, right. like, fuck, should I just, should I be watching TV right now or I need to be doing more? And it's always like. But then I think like, do I want to take the easy route and just take a nice safe job? You know, like, the, right. like. Like then I then I think I'd be almost more miserable in my own head. I know that I, I that I stopped because I wanted it to be safe. Right. I wanted to be comfortable. I just wanted to be uh, like everybody else. Right. Um, so those that definitely you know for for thirteen years has gone through my head. Yeah. You know, and I I bet you if you talk to any business owner that's been doing it for any extended period of time, thought the exact same way. Even highly successful ones. Right. Um, right. I you mean, know, with more money comes more responsibility. Yeah, there's always, and, and then there's always the, if you start not achieving as much as you did, then you don't feel like you're doing it any, right anymore. You know, mm -hmm. like there's always ups and downs and peaks and valleys and the things that that regular people, I guess, would say that have normal jobs don't have to think about. Right. Um, and so that was probably mine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's huge, man. There's a lot less stress with just showing up at a job and then being done right. when you're done here's, you when you, here's when you clock in here's when you clock out this is exactly what you're going to get made you're actually what you're going to make right you know obviously there could be opportunity to make some more here and there but right. you know you're right. you're dictated by what you do for them but so. then you lose your freedom right so you know it's, it's all uh we could talk about this for a, a whole podcast right yeah but that's just mine those are mine right right well that's good man i mean that's definitely something i think a lot of people struggle with for sure i know i do as well so thank you guys for listening as always uh still trying to work on these exits <laughs> still haven't mastered the way that we like to close out these podcasts yet but uh you know we're we're every week getting people listening and, you know, people texting us and saying, hey, we listen to your podcast. So obviously we love you guys. Appreciate you so much for listening and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Yep. Thanks for listening.